0: so good to see so many people out today. Wasn't that a wonderful time in God's presence and baptisms? It's incredible, incredible. I love it, I love it. The, uh, it is good to see everybody. My dad is here all the way from Ohio, right there. Wave at everybody. He looks like Colonel Sanders and Kenny Rogers had a baby. So we just call him Colonel Kenny. <laughs> But it is, it is good to have uh, Dad here, and I want to welcome everybody who's joining us online today. We're really glad, and just seeing what God is doing at the church the last few weeks has been incredible, and we're seeing it's getting gooder and gooder and gooder, amen? Yeah. So I want to continue this series on Field Guide. Last week, we were giving away uh, a bunch of journals, prayer journals or whatever, and you've been picking those up and taking those. and and this week they're available as well, and people have been loving those, and I've heard from people writing prayer requests in it, writing prayers in it, writing their journal through this series, and so this is just a series on life. The four steps we believe that you need to take to navigate life well, and not only that, but also in your day-to-day walk with God, not only that, but also in our church. Our church, we believe in these four things. These are the four things we're covering. Uh, right here, know God. We talked about that last week. And if there is a sermon that I would love for you to share with friends and family, last week was one of them because we talked about the plan of salvation. And like I said, 33 people giving their lives to Christ or rededicating their lives. I mean, that's something. Amen. Today, we're going to talk about find freedom. Next week, we're going to talk about discovering your purpose. And number four, we're going to talk about make a difference. But today, we're going to talk about find freedom. Everybody say, find freedom. Find freedom. Find freedom. Here's my first point for you today, everyone, everyone wants freedom. It's important to note that you can be saved, I want you to catch this, you can be saved and still be stuck. People's lives are not always what their social media makes them out to be, can I get a witness? That if we were honest, if I was to go around the room, there are people who are in the room or joining us online that they have a story where they're stuck in hurt, they're stuck in habits, they're stuck in hangups, they're stuck in the past, they're stuck in pain, they're stuck in situations. They are living a life where they do not feel free, people with depression and people with struggles. And if we were honest to go around the room today, I believe there are people here that if you were honest, you're not walking in the full freedom that you could be experiencing. I want you to catch this today, that he didn't come just to save you for heaven. He also came to give you freedom on earth. And that if your religion teaches that it's only heaven in the sweet by and by, which is gonna be incredible, but we're not there yet, I want you to know something. The Bible says in Revelations chapter one, verse five, it says that he loved us and freed us by the blood of Jesus Christ. So we get the opportunity to walk in freedom. So if you're saved today, good news, you're on your journey to find freedom in Christ, Amen? amen? So not only can you know God, But you can also experience the freedom that he offers. So in today, I wanna talk about four things that I think are essentials to finding freedom. Are you ready? Essentials to finding freedom. Here's the first one. You need the word of God. You need the word of God. Let me show it to you. I'll prove it to you. John chapter eight, Jesus said to the Jews who had believed him, if you abide in my you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Catch this. Some of the restrictions that we are experiencing in life are due to the fact that we are living in ignorance of what, of what God's word says. See, here's what you need to catch, is that the enemy is constantly lying, you know, the Bible says that he is the father of lies, like he's the daddy, if you trace it all the way back, chaining it goes all the way back that he's a liar, that all the lies can go back to Satan himself. In fact, in the book of Revelation, again, book of Revelation is coming up twice today, it must be the end of times, but book of Revelation says that the devil, will, the deceiver, he who hath deceived them all will be thrown into the lake of fire. His name is Deceiver. And so I want you to understand that the enemy lies. He's trying to affect your interior life. And there are lies that are trying to tear down your confidence and your focus, try to tear your life apart. And so he'll get in your head and he'll say things like this. Because you struggle with this, you're not a real Christian. Or because you said that, you're just a failure. Or because of this, no one loves you are you seeing the lies of the enemy can just drip into our narrative on the inside and if he can get into our interior narrative he can determine our lives because your life moves at the pace or the direction of dominant thought so the enemy wants to get into your thinking and if he get get into your thinking he can get into your life are you hearing what i'm saying And so Jesus is letting us know that you need to know truth and combat these lies that the enemy is speaking to us. So just for example, in your life, you can catch yourself feeling ashamed, living in shame, living in the past, living with shame of things you've done and things you've said and and you feel that and you're really experiencing what you're feeling, but the Bible says The word of God says in Romans chapter 8 that there is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. So that's what you may feel, but this is what he says. You may feel like you're stuck in insecurities. Nobody loves me. Maybe you have a father wound. Maybe you've been through some things in the past. Maybe you have experienced things that make you insecure. You question if anybody notices you. You question if your life has value. You question if you are a person of purpose. But Psalms 139.4 says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. So the enemy is whispering this over here, and you may be feeling this, but God's word is the antidote to deception, and he's speaking truth, saying if you want to find freedom, you're going to have to know what I say about this is not how you always feel about that. Amen. Maybe you feel today that you're stuck in the past. You just can't get over You're divorced, you can't get through the abortion, or you can't get past what you've experienced, or you can't get through things that you have lived through. It's 2021, but you're mentally in 2008. But the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So I know you may feel stuck in the past, but the word of God says that you're made new today in Christ. But that's what he said. But this is how I feel, Pastor Ethan. But I don't feel like what the word says. Maybe you feel stuck in a situation. You just can't break through this thing. You've been praying, you've called people to pray, you've talked to your small group, and you just can't get through the situation. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 17, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding weight of glory. So you feel like you're never gonna get through it. But God's word says that if you just hang on, it's gonna work better for you on the back end, and what you went through will feel like nothing. That's what his word says. So when we hear these things, when we deposit the word of God in our systems, in our system, these things begin to change things externally. How we feel, catch this, will give way to what we know. To what we know. I know this is how you feel. We're talking about freedom today. I know this is how you feel. But this is what you need to know he says. I know this is how you're experiencing it emotionally, but sometimes you're going to have to know this is what he says despite how you feel. I believe that there is a level of freedom that will come when you start to change your internal dialogue. And hear this, we often allow what we feel to discount what he said when we need to allow what we we feel to be determined by what he said. Our emotions can run amok. Our experiences, our, our feelings on the inside are going all over the place. And Jesus is giving a tip that if you want to feel freedom, if you really want to walk in freedom, you're going to have to get in his word to where what you think and what you say is what he thinks and what he says. And when you get that on the inside of you, watch this, one of my favorite verses in all the Bible, Romans chapter 12, verse two in the New Living Translation. But don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Isn't that amazing? That if God's gonna change your life, he's gonna do it between your ears? That he wants to change your life by getting in your mind. But we don't let God in our mind unless we get ourselves in his word. And if you want a word from God, you got to open up the word of God. And so for, for just to give you how I do it, just gonna give you some, a little practical step with this point. You need the word of God. So this is every morning of my life, or especially in this particular season. One thing I love about the South, it's so warm in the mornings. It ain't like that up home. It's snowing probably right now, ain't it, Dad? You got some on your head, it looks like. But uh, it's, it's snowing. <laughs> It's so cold up home, you can't sit out on the porch, but one thing, like at this time, it starts getting a little crispy. At, at, one thing I love down here, I can walk out on my porch, get a cup of coffee, and right now, I'm just reading through the book of Mark. That's just my personal time. I do a lot of breakdown study through the week here at the office, but my personal devotion has opened my Bible. I'm currently reading uh, the, English, uh, the English version translation, the ESV and, and that's what I'm reading out of, and I'm spending time with God, and that's what, I got my highlighter, I got my coffee, I got my pen, and I'm just spending time with God. So maybe it's a maybe it's a phone app for you, maybe it's devotions, however it looks, whatever translation you need to use, whatever we can do to help, I want to encourage you, whatever you gotta do, get the word of God in you. That's why it's so important you come to church. That's why it's so important that you're watching online. We love the worship. We love spending time in God's presence, but there is something powerful about the spoken word of God. Do you believe that today? So not only do you need the word of God, number two, you need the power of the Holy Spirit. If you want to experience the true freedom of God in your life, you need to take the word of God and start internalizing it getting it in your system, start letting it shape the way you think and feel, not let the way you feel determine how you think, let the way you think determine how you feel. And the next thing is we want you to know that you need the power of the Holy Spirit. We do not want to build a church that we know how to build nice buildings and we have no Holy Spirit. You do not want to have a family without the Holy Spirit. You do not want to build a business or raise kids or do any of that without the presence of the Holy Spirit right. let me show you this verse 2nd Corinthians 317 in the NIV now the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is there is freedom where the spirit of God is there is freedom now I want you to catch this one writer calls it like this wherever the spirit is Lord wherever the spirit is emphasized wherever the spirit of God is prioritized that's where the freedom is Okay, that's why when we come to church, we do have moments in God's presence where we welcome the Holy Spirit because we know that in his presence, we will experience freedom. That's not just something we come up with in some lyrics and some writing and this will make the people give a whole bunch of money. They're gonna love it. They'll come back next week. That doesn't, that's not how it works. We just know by the word of God where the spirit of God is present, where we emphasize the Holy Spirit, where we welcome his presence in the room, freedom can take place but not only just corporately, but also as an individual. That you need to know that in your personal life, you need to walk emphasizing the Spirit of God in your life. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'll show you this. This is, this is something that I think will help you today. This, this verse, this, this helps me. Galatians chapter five, verse 22, 23. This is by, uh, the. just read it, here we go. But the Holy Spirit... Produces this kind of fruit in our lives. This is what it's saying that when we are living a life close with the Holy Spirit, this is the byproduct, the fruit of living a life with the Holy Spirit. Watch this love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self control. I don't know about you, but everything on that list makes me feel guilty. <laughs> Does anybody else read that list like, oh, my heavens, help me, Jesus. But when you want freedom, look at that, self-control. It's a fruit of the Holy Spirit. Love, a fruit of the Holy Spirit. That if you emphasize the Spirit of God in your life, there will be fruit that will, your freedom will be the byproduct of spending time with God's presence. So, not only do you need the Word of God, you need the power and the presence of God. And let me jump back to this today and I just wanna emphasize something over here for a moment, that this may seem like, just this baptismal tank may seem like something that could just be, again, just a pastime in church. Let's just move on, but can I just tell you today, that's a supernatural thing taking place. That is the power of God in front of us where people are leaving the past behind and moving forward to the things which are before because we believe in the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. Last week, 33 people giving their life to Jesus Christ was a work of the Holy Spirit God moving in this place so when we emphasize him and we raise him up and we lift our hands and we shout and we clap and we jump what we're doing is we're honoring God's presence in this place and anything can happen when we honor the Holy Spirit you need the word of God You need the power of the Holy Spirit, and I want you to catch this next one. You need to reorder your world. If you really want freedom, now this is where it gets tough because right now it's like, sweet, I'll get a Bible, I can do this. Okay, okay, emphasize the Holy Spirit in my life, live a life where I'm praying in the Spirit, living God, living with the Spirit, raising my hands in church. Okay, what's next? I got this down. Freedom is mine. But watch this. This is where you have to be responsible. This is the part where you come in to play majorly. The Bible says faith without works is. So I want you to understand something. You need to reorder your world. So watch this. You have already built your life conversations you have, the people you hang out with, the job that you go to, the place, the people you hang out with, the connections that you have. That is a world that you have created, and if you were honest, there are some things in your world that pull the best out of you, and there are some things in your world that pull the worst out of you. Sometimes we are stuck because of the choices we have made to, to stay connected to people and places or things that are harmful, and we have to be willing hear me, to reorder our world. Let me show you this verse real quick. Consider well and watch carefully the path of your feet, and all your ways will be steadfast and sure. Consider well and watch carefully the path of your feet. In other words, consider well and organize your world around you who is around you, the conversations you're having with people around you, and this will determine how sure your life will be. Notice it wasn't you gotta pray really hard. Isn't that interesting? It doesn't say go on a deep fast. It, doesn't, it actually says you have to do the work and you will be steadfast and you'll be sure, but first you need to be, you need to be watchful, and you gotta be careful. Many of us are coming in God's presence, we're crying, we're taking communion on Wednesday night. Wednesday night, the altar was full of people experiencing God, powerful moments, but the problem that I see, oftentimes we have these God moments, or we're reading his word, and we just go right back to old worlds that influence us us in a negative way. And then we're saying, oh God, why can't I experience freedom? It's because you keep hanging out with stupid people. That guy got it. You'll never experience true freedom until you're willing to reorder your world. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I read this one time, I thought this was really interesting, that the most disciplined people are not those who have great willpower, but are those who have chosen their environments well. So let me let me give you an example who have chosen their environments well. Great example. I love cheese Danishes. Anybody know what I'm talking about? They're disgusting. Nobody eats them. That only gas station in the world, they're feeding me. That's all they're doing. They're really nasty. Anybody else like them? Anybody else like them? Yeah, okay, okay, all right, okay. Yeah, great. It's Pastor Appreciation Month, I'm just saying. Anyway, let's, uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Those are so good, but they cannot come to our house. We gotta check them at the door. Those cannot be in my world because I don't have the discipline or willpower to stop myself. I can read my Bible all day and be like, God, in the name of Jesus, I'm gonna resist the devil, but if those things come floating by on this, next thing (laughs) you (laughs) know, I can't stop myself. Anybody know it's just the truth, you just can't stop yourself. Pastor Ron told me of a little restaurant, I haven't been to it, it's not a restaurant, I don't know what it is, it's in those gas stations, Chick's Chicken. Oh my god. He told me to go to it. He said, you know how he talks. It's, it's amazing, past season. You gotta go. You gotta go past season. You know, I got him. I got him. I got you gotta go. He, said, he comes in my office. Oh, I, oh Alabama played horrible and like horrible. Ah, hey. <laughs> I'll get you. Oh uh, yeah. He told me to go to this chick's chicken. You ever been to it? It's in the gas station, right? It's real classy. We go in there. I go in there by myself, and Pastor Ron's like, Get this, get this, get this. I go in there, get that. I go back in and get it again, right after I got done eating it. And then I've been telling everybody, now every time I drive past it to turn into the, on Holly Hills Road, I just look at it and say, <laughs> It just tastes so good. But if Chick's chicken was in my house, honey, I would never, it would never make it. I wouldn't make it. I'd be dead before next Sunday. Now my point is is that I have to keep certain things out of my world if I want to experience freedom. Big question for you, what or who needs to be removed from your world? You want freedom? Who do you need to delete from your phone? Who do you need to block on social media? Who do you need to get away from? I know you love God, I know you love his word, I know you love his presence, but honestly, rubber meets the road, you're gonna have to make hard decisions about your environment that you choose to be in. Now you may be thinking, Pastor Ethan, I cannot cut everybody out. Here's what I want you to understand. You may not be able to cut them out, but you can turn them down. You can't cut everybody out of your life, understand that. I try to cut my dad, he followed me here. You can't cut everybody out, but I want you to catch this today. You can always turn them down. They can, you, not everybody has, should have equal access to your heart. <laughs> that made me laugh. I think, I think we have to be careful. And that's why, hear me, it's so important you go to church. Getting around good influences. Getting around people who have walked this, and getting around people who love God, and getting around people who's been through hard times, and getting around people and seeing people worship, and seeing people raise their hand, and getting coffee in the lobby, and and not only that, getting on a serve team. I know you may be thinking this is a commercial, but I'm just telling you my experience, that if you can get in a serve team, they say the percentage of people leaving a church after they get grounded in a serve team is so low. Because of creating relationships and friendships and connections. And that it's important that you find a team to get on and connect and love somebody. And just learn people's names. And If you're going to come in and just sit and not, and not get to know anybody, you're never going to get to experience the fullness of the church. I know you can think, well, this is a big room, Pastor Ethan. I won't get to know everybody. That's okay. Get, just find one person. I want to encourage you that this is not just a church to attend. This is a community to belong to. And the church will only be as strong as we are relationally. And you need to make connections with people and build that in the church and in serve teams and in small groups. We have small groups available. I would totally encourage you. Find some, go to guest services after church and just ask questions. You don't gotta sign your name in blood and be like, hey, I wanna be in this small group for life. But you can just get connected. Find out, does anybody golf? Does anybody hike? You know, there's just things you can do to get connected and spend time in the right place influences in reordering your world am I helping anybody come on does anybody want to find freedom today you don't want to live a life stuck and bound and messed up the fourth thing I believe you need the word of God you need the power of the Holy Spirit you need to reorder your world and watch this in order to find freedom you need this you need to stay with it you need to stay with it you may stumble you may fall but you can't quit. One of the main keys to freedom is that you just never, you just never quit. Your life, hear me today, is worth living, never quit. Your family is worth fighting for, never quit. Your church is worth believing in, never quit. Hear me today, your kids are watching you never quit. You may stumble on your path. You may mess up occasionally. You may misstep here and there, and you may drop the bag, or you may, but hear me today, never quit. You got to stay with it. You got to stay with it. I'm ready for the band to come out. I don't know where you guys are. at. You guys, coffee break, what's going on out there? <laughs> here they come. Here, Pastor Aaron, Pastor Aaron, drummer guy, guitar guy. You guys are awesome. Let the band know you love them today. You gotta stay with it. You got to stay, you know, I was studying on hiking, and they say that when you're hiking, the most common problem, Pat, is is weight. People underestimate how much they're carrying with them when they begin the journey. So it starts off that they're okay, but once they get to a certain point, they realize this is just too much. I cannot carry this any longer. I cannot carry this weight, this backpack, this much stuff in with me anymore. And oftentimes they say that they will leave things on the trail because they just can't carry it anymore. I think there's something to be said there. Is that when you start your relationship with God, you do have some stuff. We're we all damaged, we got problems, we hurt. But as you keep going, you can't carry it. Writer Hebrews says, let us lay aside every way and sin that doth so easily beset us. It's not even, it said way and sin, that not every way is a sin. But it's just things that are heavy that you're carrying. And I want you to know you got to let it go. If you want to experience freedom, don't give up. Keep walking. Shed the things you need to shed and keep moving. Well, what if I stumble? What if I mess up? Listen to me today. This is really, really big. Final point I want you to hear. God celebrates our progress, not our perfection. Amen. Listen to me, church. We're never gonna be a church of perfect people. If you're perfect, you, this, is not, this isn't the church for you. This is not the church for you. I'm sorry to tell you that. We're just not perfect people here. That's called heaven. But if you wanna be a part of a church where people are searching, and this is for you. You want to be a part of a church where we're not perfect and we're just serving a perfect God? This church is for you. Right. You may be thinking that, you know, I don't want to be a part of a church. That I want to tell you something. We may be imperfect people, broken people, but Jesus is good. God is strong. He's on the throne. His blood is gray. The cross is still. We're so thankful. We are here because of him. And though we make mistakes, though we make mistakes, we gotta know God is focused on our direction rather than our perfection. As long as you just keep making the right steps, you want to experience freedom today, give yourself a break and just know that God is still celebrating you from heaven as you keep moving and making steps toward the freedom that God has for your life applying the word of God, becoming more open to the Holy Spirit, going home today and and deleting accounts and and, and blocking people and and turning this off and and, and changing things in your world to to find freedom. Today, I want you to know you have to stay with it. Don't quit. Your kids need you. Your family needs you. This church needs you. I said this church needs you. I said this church needs you. Don't quit. Don't quit. Don't throw in the towel. Don't give up. Devil's a liar. He's ugly. He's a liar. He doesn't play fair. We just can't quit. In your own life, whatever you gotta do to just keep moving, Put on your hiking boots, keep climbing, stay motivated, stay focused, stay positive, stay in the game. I don't feel like it, Pastor Ethan. Come on, you can do this. Yeah, but what if they say, it doesn't, come on, you got this. But did you hear what they said? Doesn't matter, keep moving. But what if they, oh, come on, come on, you gotta keep doing this. Because God knows, God knows there's freedom for you. And if you just get stuck, if you just get stuck, the devil is counting on someone not hearing this sentence. He is counting on you staying stuck. You could be 40 and stuck. You could be 15 and stuck. You could be 75 and stuck. The enemy doesn't want you to experience freedom. Because watch this if the devil can't take your salvation, he'll just keep you stuck to where you never enjoy your salvation. So with eyes closed all over the room and no one looking around. If you're in the room today and you say, Pastor Ethan, I feel stuck. I just want to experience freedom. I want to experience freedom wherever that area is in your life. I don't care if it's in your mind, in your heart, in your, in your, in your thought life, whatever it is. We pray right now that you're going to find freedom today. If that's you, I want you to raise a hand nice and high. Come on, nothing to be ashamed of. Come on, thank you for those hands. Thank you for those hands. Thank you for those hands. I want to find freedom today. I don't want to be stuck here any longer. That was great. That was great. So many hands went up just saying, I want to find freedom today. You're in the right place to experience freedom today. Amen? If you're in the room right now and you don't know Jesus, last week, We gave this moment and 33 people saying yes to Jesus. If you're online, you're included in this moment. But the beginning of your journey to find freedom in life is to give your life to Jesus Christ. You know, Jesus went to the cross and died a death that should have been you. He died as you and for you so that you can live a life with him and connected to him. That's the gospel is that it's not fair. Jesus came down and gave his life and he actually took the beating and the blood was shed and, his, and, his, and the, the crown of thorns and all of these things so that you and I could find freedom in him. You cannot find freedom apart from Jesus Christ. You think money can do it. You think a woman can do it. You think a man can do it. You think a neighborhood can do it. You think a tax bracket can do it. You think an income can do it. But hear me today. There is no freedom like freedom in Jesus Christ. And so today, all over the room with eyes closed, if you don't know Jesus Christ and you wanna give your life to him, I'm gonna count to three. And I want you to raise that hand high. Maybe you've gotten away from God and you need to rededicate your life today. If that's you, I'm gonna count to three. Are you ready? church come on let's pray together. Somebody's going to get saved today. Somebody's gonna get saved today. Somebody's going to get healed today. Somebody's getting free today. Are you ready? One, two, three, come on, come on, come on. Thank you. Thank you. thank you Thank you for those hands. 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 Will you repeat this prayer after me, church? The power I don't know if is in the prayer, but in the position of the heart. Will you pray with me nice and loud so you can hear yourself say it? Say, dear Jesus, forgive me of my sin. Wash me clean with your blood. Forgive me of the past. I want a new life in you. Make me new today. I want to find freedom in Jesus' name. If you believe it today, come on church, put your hands together. You've got a big praise. Will you stand with us all over the room? I'm gonna dismiss you in just a moment. I'm gonna dismiss you in just a moment. Well, I just want to pray a prayer of freedom over you today that the devil is a liar. He has no right in your mind, he has no place in your heart. He's been beating you up. and we're going to leave those things things here today. Like you've heard me say that old song that you won't leave here like you came in Jesus name. Where the Spirit of God is emphasized, there is freedom in that place. And so right now, will you just do me a favor if you're comfortable? Maybe you want to raise a hand. Maybe you want to put your hand on your heart. Maybe you want to put your hands out. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus, freedom in this place. Freedom from addiction. Freedom from pornography. Freedom from lies. Freedom from deception. Freedom from pain. Freedom from the past. Freedom from self-harm. Freedom. I pray in the name of Jesus. I pray, I feel like somebody's been cutting themselves, and I pray freedom over your mind today. You are worth living. Your life is worth living. You don't have to take your life. We rebuke the spirit of suicide. In the name of Jesus Christ, we speak against darkness. You must go. We speak freedom in this house, freedom in our home, freedom in our church, in the mighty name of jesus come on church let's worship him together freedom in this house in the house today church I believe it a scripture came to my mind I don't know if it's for anybody but there's a scripture that says that, that no weapon formed against you shall prosper now I want you to catch this no weapon formed means it will take shape things may take place You may actually see the lion in the lion's den. You may actually experience the weapon that the enemy's trying to use to keep you bound. But watch what the word says. No weapon formed against you will not prosper in its attempt to destroy you. So what the enemy has meant for evil, God's gonna turn it for the good and what the enemy thought he was gonna bury you in. All right, I'm gonna close, but one thing comes to my mind. One, another thing comes to my crazy, crazy mind. I heard a story one time of a man whose, uh, man whose donkey fell into a well. You ever heard this story? This donkey falls up in his well. And he's like, man, I don't know what to do with this donkey, fell up in the well. <laughs> And so an old farmer says, you know what you should do? He goes, just start throwing dirt on the donkey. Just bury it alive, it's gonna die. So the, so the old farmer went and started getting dirt, and started throwing it on the donkey, started throwing it in the well, trying to bury the donkey alive, just trying to put it out of its misery, just trying to put it under. And after a while he started noticing that donkey isn't dying. In fact, the donkey's getting higher and higher. Because every time the dirt would hit the donkey, it just shook it off and took another step up. Shook it off, took another step up. I've come to tell you today, what the devil tried to bury with is about to be under your feet. And what the enemy has put over your head, God come walking on the water for you and told me to tell you today: there is freedom in your life.
1: Come on, let's worship him together.